it was just too loaded. I just thought there's no way that that I'm going to be be able to write about this. But what what I realized um, when she died is that it was actually one of the only things that you know. I always think of it as like as like a life raft or something. It was one of the only things that kept me afloat was was writing and was the music. On this final episode of In Session at Jackrabbit Soundcheck Season 2, we sit down with singer-songwriter Kelly McRae. She and her husband Matt talk to us about life on the road, we learn about their song Let the Rest Fall Through, and how they managed to hold on during some of life's biggest events. I'm David Biggs. And I'm Vance Van Donslar. Hi, I'm Kelly McRae. And I'm Matt Castelline. And we are In Session at Jackrabbit Soundcheck. This song is This Side of Night by Kelly McRae. I can't depend on your flame in the night gone are the days of the keeper of the light gone are the days of taking for granted grief will bear fruit your love was planted session at Jackrabbit Soundcheck started as an idea, an idea that sprang from seeing a singer-songwriter perform with her stripped-down ensemble of just pianist and singer. In between songs, the artist would open up, become vulnerable, and take you into her writing space. So the intimate nature of performance that singer-songwriters bring into In Session is very near and dear to us. Kelly McRae is an artist that allowed us to try and recreate that feeling for you, the listener, for our last episode of the season. So let's find out. Who is Kelly McRae? Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of uh, a musical genre, we're certainly drawing from, 
I mean, I grew up in a small town in Mississippi, mm-hmm. and um, I think Southern Southern American, you know, Americana is is the catch-all today. Roots based, right? Yeah. Roots based. Mm-hmm. So drawing from, I mean, I grew up listening to old school folk music. Um, and Neil Young and a lot of soul music, Aretha Franklin, um, Sam Cooke, Otis Redding. And so it's kind of a mixture of all that. And then sort of just the evolution of what worked between the two of us. So yeah, we got out on the road. So we toured together, um, you know, full time for six years of just like over a hundred shows a year just out there doing it so a lot of the sound just evolved from just doing it yeah what works and what 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 do i want and what does he want and then the brawl of like how to like write the song that does let's go both we'll go back so in the beginning kelly was her own thing and we were married and you wanted to hit the road we were living in new york city at the time and kelly wanted to hit the road and i wasn't doing music i've always played music but not professionally like Kelly. And so she said, well, if we did this, maybe you could just be my guitar player and we'll go play all these shows and we'll do it, you know, for a summer or whatever we said, and it'd be fun. And yeah, great. So let's do that. But that just kept going. And as we kept going, we, we kind of learned, all right, well, how do you take two acoustic guitars and make them entertaining or that maybe that's not the right word. How do you make them? Yeah. How do you make a show that's compelling? How compelling, do you have two yeah. hours of music and of, you know, storytelling you... as well? Cause you can't just go up there and be like, my songs are so wonderful yeah. that I don't have to even try to entertain right. You'll you. You'll all listen. Yeah. You, you... How do you go to the deli, you know, crappy, dirty bar in Oklahoma and, and get everybody like, yeah, Tuesday night. Yeah, like, yeah. And you're gonna strum your songs, like. Right, you're gonna sing you, your your heart out. You know, you really. You it's one thing I really loved about the road is that you had to let go of the preciousness of the songs and of the music, and and if it didn't connect, if it didn't work, you you let it go. And then the other thing is how how can you create real energy with just two voices and two guitars? And so a lot of our goal was. One to write better songs, and two, to have to have a full night where where people really did experience a range of emotions. I, when I was on my own in New York City, writing as a solo artist, you know, I was writing a lot of the same type of songs, and um, and so when we got out together, we realized this is not it doesn't really work. You have to you have to explore the range of people's lives and people's emotions and people's stories because if you want to connect with them and then you want to keep them present in the room with you for two hours, you owe them that. Um, and and good songwriting is the first and foremost what will do that, but then also understanding who you are as an artist and what you do want to say. What are the things that mean enough to me that night after night after night, I want to tell this story and I want you to understand these things that have been a part of my life because I think that they're true enough to encompass the both of us. And I was definitely came, I, I'm totally pretty much self-taught. And so I was very focused on the lyrics and the emotion and three chords and the truth, man. If you can just give them three chords and the truth, you know, like, and Matt comes from a much more nuanced musical place. And so what I learned along the way with Matt is that if, if my craft can get better, you know, if if I can be a more steady rhythm guitarist, if I can bring in more interesting chord structure or song structure, that, that it really does, it, it, it makes the song and the emotion and the lyrics more compelling. Wouldn't you say that that was a big part of it? Yeah, I mean, I think we've been on a little bit of a hiatus from that, the live stuff for a while. And we did this thing the other night where we played a bunch of new songs that we've been working really hard kind of under the microscope, you know, the studio or whatever. <clears throat> and we really love all of the, uh, everything that we're doing, but then you take them out in front of an audience and you realize, oh, they're like all the same. We're doing like, we're, we're, we're playing like four of the same songs back to back emotionally. Yeah. 
and that doesn't work even if they're each good you know you do it it won't they won't the first one might land the punch and then the second one doesn't really and the third one like doesn't land at all you know what i mean you get, yeah you yeah gotta do other stuff you can't just right? bum everybody out for four songs in a row right like it's maybe, not yeah, it's not cool yeah. so what, what happened is we had the show on thursday and by saturday we had written two new songs they were like they were totally oh, yeah. different feel yeah because it was that realization yeah. of i owe the people in this room something more than just how even if it's true, you know, this one feel that and, and I, it's more fun that way. It, you yeah. know, it's it's just. But it's something you I mean, if we were on the road for a while and we just started doing it. You know, we started doing it naturally. Mm -hmm. It's it's funny how the road keeps you, you know, honest. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. you might like that song a lot. And maybe that mm -hmm. song is awesome. And maybe when you put it in the context of these other songs, maybe it's great. But. You can't do them all back to back like that. You know? I think I think it's one reason that I wanted to get off the road though is because we were writing for those for moments, the road, right. and I think that right. that is also that's its own trap. trap. Yeah, that's and a trap. I wanted you know life came along and knocked me off my feet, and I, I literally couldn't take another step anyways. But um, I wanted to be able to dive deep into like ten songs about death, woo, you know, right. like yeah. and not have that have repercussions of right. how much money I was That's making true. every night. Like yeah. I, I needed to be able to write th in that way. So it's a balance though. It's really good now to be kind of emerging from that place. And you can't write a song that's just going to be like filler for a happy time in the set. We like try. That, that really, song will really never last. Yeah. yeah. That song will never last. We're and really maybe bad at and that. it might hang around live for too long and then you go to the studio and it just crumbles. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, well, yeah. that was a terrible song. Why yeah. did we do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was dumb. Both both the studio microscope and the road of the sort of the bigger picture, they both have their own um, benefits in terms of the songs yeah. and certainly in terms of the craft as well. I had a producer, the first album I ever uh, recorded, he said, you know, I come from an acting background and he said, you know, I want you to think of the studio like a movie. Everything is right here, you know, and a live show is like the stage, you know, you're, 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 you're singing for the last row or whatever. But so that, that, that helps a lot in terms of. But I feel like the greats, the people we love, I should say, that they sort of like make it the same. Make it work. Yeah. You know? Like somehow a Neil Young record still rocks and is loose and is fun, just like the show was. And mm -hmm. they're really not that different mm -hmm. from each other. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. We're really after that magic, that magic point in the middle where. Between studio and live. Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. does it have to be so different? Yeah. You know? This is Ghost by Kelly McRae.
Musicians can spend a lot of time on the road. As an emerging artist, the only way to get heard is to get heard. And that means playing in front of as many faces as you can. And as we heard in the Fleshlights episode, being on the road can be tough. Kelly and Matt lived on the road for years after leaving their home in New York. Their experiences created something for them that is priceless and something from which we can all learn. We wanted to hear that story. What was it like hitting the road together? <laughs> you know, we said, it's funny, we look back now and we're like, what the hell <laughs> were we thinking? I don't know. I, I think it was par- partially living in New York. You know, we've been living in New York for a while. and We had a lot of friends who were doing crazy things all the time, you know, like friends who want to be a puppeteer for a living, and they are a puppeteer for a living. And so, you know, you're inspired by those people, that, and they're all around you all the time. So the idea of, like, Kelly hitting the road was like that that makes sense yeah you're an artist let's and, do it you know? and we were just talking about this the other night i was desperately unhappy yeah that's i mean i think too. change happens really, in your yeah, life it's because, hard to look back at that because you're unhappy right you don't change unless you have to change change is hard and i i think i just got to the point where i wasn't growing as an artist i wasn't writing the songs i wanted to write and i knew something radical had to happen to my world for <laughs> For my life to be inspiring again. And you've been working really hard at music. So, you know, I don't think we ever sat down and were like, before we do this or, you know, before we before we make you quit so that we can have, you know, a regular life or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to do this. But I do think there was part of it. We were kind of like, you've been doing this. You've been putting a lot into this. Mm-hmm. You have people out there who listen to your music around the world. Let's go meet them. Let's go meet them. Yeah. And bef- and, you know, I don't think we ever talked about it, but I think we were like, before we, you know, really, uh, you know, have like a sedentary lifestyle, let's go and do it. Yeah, before we have a house or a kid yeah, exactly. or whatever, like, like well, it, we're not, we don't you have know, we don't have strains. any of those those pressures yeah. and we don't want any of those pressures at that time. Like, so let's 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 go do this. And we <clears throat> the moment that that happened that sort of was like the aha moment we had escaped the city and gone up to the Catskill Mountains. And we were just playing oh, for yeah. fun, like we would do. We brought our guitars on the, in this beautiful valley. It was a ridiculous mm-hmm. day. And it sounded really good. Matt sounded amazing on, on my okay, song. I and I thought, that, but... no, you did. <laughs> and, and I thought, this sounds really good. Why are we not yeah. doing this together? And I said yeah. in that moment, as a joke, what if we hit the road together? Yeah. Like, what if we just did this and hit the road? And Matt said, Yes, yeah, let's mean, do it. it. Yeah. And that and we I kind of knew we were serious and I can't we kind of knew in that moment like we were super excited in the very beginning. I remember driving out of New York City, like literally driving out of the shop that I I used to work out of. We had the van and we were kind of fixing it up. So I remember driving up out of the shop and like here we go. It's, what's going to happen? And then literally two weeks later, you're like weeping in a, in a Walmart, <laughs> in a Walmart parking, parking lot. lot. You know what I mean? What like totally. Totally. And then, and everything and everything in between. And, you know, man, it was, I mean, we saw the whole, we went coast to coast that first year. We played like a hundred house shows through your email list they weren't like yeah. established house show they were like yeah you like how these music will come play people willing to take a risk and yeah. say like all right cool i'll host a house show you know like it was it was wacky it was, it was awesome but it, it was, was amazing yeah. it was amazing and and the thing that i think sustained us for so long is one you know when i lived in new york i was sort of beaten down and it's one of those cities that you just got to be on like all the time right like and there, there actually was like a softness to being out in the world because what we experienced oh was gosh. this like incredible generosity. kindness and generosity. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And crazy. Um, the kind of people that are going to support live music and support, you know, roving musicians oh are are truly, you know, they, they tend to be these just beautiful souls that that are that are, are, aren't in it for any other agenda or reason other than they love music. They love live music. So that sustained, sustained us, that, that sort of wave of the kindness of, mm-hmm. of, of people, all kinds of people all over the world. And then the other thing that sustained us, I, I would say, more than anything, is that the music yeah. itself got better. We got better. That's the what songs it was all about. Better. I mean, honestly, we, we were just so 
hell-bent on getting better. And and I remember oh, this was like, we, we started in New York and we basically drove down to Austin. It took like two weeks of shows to get to Austin. We did South by Southwest. And, and then right after that, we went to Dallas and we played at the opening bell coffee house. And I remember that was the, we, we were playing a song and there was a moment, there was like a spark of something. And it was like, oh, that's what we should be doing. And like one little one moment. moment of one song. And then it just, that rest of that year was all about like picking that moment and stretching it out and like figuring out how to do that. Yeah, more. you start to chase the thing that that's working and you start to string those moments along I mean, until yeah. you have like a fuller we play like a coffee shop in new hampshire to like five people and then after the show we'd be talking about well i think that we should do that chord and that t-. and i mean we were just like obsessed with like making it better always yeah and i, I teach songwriting um we teach songwriting every summer to teenagers and so we've taught hundreds of teenagers at this point over the last six years and the truth of the matter for any artist is that you have to go out there <coughs> and put in the hours, just hours and hours and hours of no one caring. Yeah. And that's actually really and good. Really that's you know, that's matters. it's actually the best thing you can do is just go out there and play and play and play and play and play because that's how you're gonna get better and that's how you're gonna start to write songs that really sustain you yeah. through all kinds of nights, through the great yeah. nights and through the bad nights and mm-hmm. the music is gonna yeah. be the thing that sustains you. Like, we were just in another room working on a new song, and it's just so easy. Like, we can just sort of Yeah, and the thing about the road that's so beautiful is that if you've written the song, and you've worked on your craft, and you have the song, and you can stand in front of people, and the moment actually works, like what you intended to communicate is communicating, and that there's becomes this sort of like, I think of it as like a circle of energy between whoever's present there with you and you being present there with them. Like if that happens, that's that's addictive. You know, that wave, that that wave of energy is is the thing that you look for and is the thing that you hope for every song. And so the song's not really done until that moment happens. And you know, okay, I am actually connecting here. It's not just me in my bedroom or whatever, it's it's actually working. And that's the thing that I desire the most is to, to connect. Thank you for listening to In Session at Jackrabbit Soundcheck. We wanted to remind you that if you like what you hear, please subscribe to our show. And if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to tap the notification bell so you never miss an artist. Okay, now on with the show. This song is A Little Time by Kelly McRae.
In 2017, Kelly experienced great heartache with the passing of her mother due to an aggressive cancer. Very shortly thereafter, in early 2018, she was blessed with a baby girl. Life's never-ending eagerness to push and pull us moves us into who we are. Kelly was gracious enough to talk to us about how some of life's absolute biggest events were processed and molded into some very personal music. My, my mom was diagnosed with a very aggressive cancer, and so we, we kind of knew that uh, there, there wouldn't be a lot of time. And at that point, you know, you just you just drop everything, and I went and, and, and spent as much time as I could with her, and you're just, you just, you're just living. You music, the music doesn't matter um, at all in the, in those moments in terms of everything we've just talked about, this sort oh, of right. heady thing, you know, <laughs> um, you're, you're just, you're just, you're just drinking up every second and every moment that you have with this person. And so we, we, we canceled all the shows and we, you know, um, and we just let it all go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually kind of how we stopped playing on the road. I mean, yeah. that's, we yeah, that was like, the moment we're done. When, yeah, so, you know, I thought that, you know, as my mom was sick, you know, I kind of thought, in the back of my mind, I thought, I'm not going to be able to write about this because it's just too much. You know, she was an incredible force of a woman, and she just, she lived a truly beautiful life and was was this amazing mom. And so there I was in this moment where I was, you know, pregnant with a little girl myself and, and, and it was just too loaded. I just thought there's no way that, that I'm going to be, be able to write about this. But what, what I realized, um, when she died is that it was actually one of the only things that, you know, I always think of it as like, as like a life raft or something. It was one of the only things that kept me afloat was was writing and was the music. And we actually wrote that song, um, A Little Time. I had been writing that uh, the week that my mom died. So she died sort of unexpectedly, even though she, she had been sick. And so I had been writing that song that week in a different form. And on the plane from Austin to, to Knoxville, I... I finished that song. And so um, it became clear to me that the only way I was actually going to be able to survive the grief was through the music and through the songs, um, which I was really grateful for on a couple levels. And then then we had Lila, and I realized it was like another level of freedom. So my mom dying was a level of freedom because you don't give a shit about anything anymore other than the people that you love and the yeah. things that are at your core, yeah. you know, you're not, you let go of ego in a lot of sense. And so at that point we could, you know, sit kind of like back at everything, kind of like look, you know, kind of yeah. not look back, but like look above it and be like, Oh, right. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> right. That matters. It helps you focus. And so then, then we had Lila and, 
And then there was this freedom. So there was a freedom that came out of grief. And then there was this other freedom that came out of this joy, this like, this like incredible joy, like I had never experienced before with her. And so I don't know, I would say the, that the experience of it has been that, um, I've been given this, this moment in, in time to just write for the sake of survival. Um, and to not worry about what what would work at a show. And I was privileged enough to be able to do that and, and have a home and have, you know, yeah. have a life where I could do that. And so, um, and then the last piece I would say is that what I realized this summer as I was still writing about my mom and particularly the song that we recorded today, um, This Side of Night, I said to Matt at a certain point, and it's kind of a gross metaphor, but I was like, in writing that song, I felt a certain amount of healing. And I said, it's not like the wound isn't there. Like, it's still there. It's still horrific. But it's like, it's not as infected. <laughs> it's a super gross right. metaphor. But it's like, there's something about creating art and yeah. about writing songs that it's it's not like you're going to no, ever it, heal completely it helps you from process. that loss. You're processing yeah. some things that... If you didn't have that, you know, outlet, it'd be it'd be hard to work through all of those thoughts and ideas. And... You're, yeah, you're not poisoned by it anymore. Yeah. It can only it can almost become something that there's that line I say of like you know, grief will bear fruit where your love was planted. And I've started to think about my mom less in the way of like the negativity of, of, oh my God, I'll never have her again. And more in a sense of gratitude of being amazed that I ever got to call her my own because she was so incredible that I ever had that gift at all is insane. And so I think that that has freed me. I think I got to that point because I got to write those songs about it. And because of Lila and her present joy of just every day being like i'm alive you're alive this is awesome you know and so that that is all sort of infused itself in the in the music i think i hope this song is called your heart by kelly mccray she talked about was the sound of your heartbeat she was right there beside you though you never got to me she had been waiting for you her whole life long the sound of your name on her lips was the sweetest song and you Breathlessly for the beating of 
When Kelly and Matt were in the studio, they shared so much with us. The fact that they were willing to get so personal about their lives and experience is exactly what drives us to do this, to put together this show. Between segments, we talk to each other about connection and how at the very core of things, that's what I feel we're all looking for. And connection is exactly what Kelly and Matt opened up to today, and things in the studio got heavy. So when I heard them perform Let the Rest Fall Through, it sounded like a song about being in the present and letting the rest go if just for a little while. I wanted to talk about that. Yeah, that was written, actually, even though it sort of talks about, I mean, the first line says, when I die, no one might remember anything I've done. I, it was written before my mom died, before she was sick. Most, most of the lyrics are, are older. Yeah. I can't remember when that one started exactly. Um, I think on the road. In, towards in, towards the end, yeah, towards the end in Germany or something. Yeah, <clears throat> but I think you're right. I think it is. It's about um, being present and enjoying that moment. Um, so we, oh, towards right. the end of being yeah. on the road. Yeah, that's the one we did. We were. I was playing. In, is that the one Heidelberg? Yeah, I was playing it, and then you started singing it. So, so I think the original inspiration was kind of like. Um, uh exhaustion of trying to become something mm -hmm. maybe messing that right yeah to be on the road and and to be um musicians who are always kind of striving to project a, a lifestyle and project uh, yourself to advertise yourself all the time which is a part of it that uh i found hard and and so yeah i think that song came out of a place of thinking about the things and the moments that um, where those moments in life where you are not anywhere else in your mind or in your heart, you're just really present with those people. And I think about our bass player um, has a little boy named Ira and he is so present and we have always just loved this kid. And whenever we get to spend time with, with um, Brent and Martina, and their their sons there's it's like the world stops spinning for me like all i want to do is be in that moment you know and i have no worries or anxieties or agenda other than just being present in the joy of that moment and um and so i think that that we you know we were in germany but i was thinking about how do i create a life where it's more of that you know um and my heart it the road was amazing but my heart started to long for uh what what for me what what that moment would look like which would be creating our own family and creating our own home and our own life and being in community um there's this great quote that i've sort of been obsessed with recently by herbie hancock where he talks about you have to learn how to be a human being first and foremost you can't hide behind a profession or an instrument you have to learn how to be human and have the inspiration of a real life and real connection and real community be the thing that you draw from. <coughs> and, um, and I started to realize that I needed to go do the work of, of figuring out what my life was and what kind of human I wanted to be because the road is such a very specific set of tools and set of connections. And they were rich, but it was it was time to to build that family and to build that that community and that home. So I think that song came out of that longing. But then we've been tinkering with it. So, you know, we, we were talking a lot about it as we were recording about it being brand new because musically it's changed and we've been trying to find a new way into it and trying to find like more of a an honest way into it before we were singing let the rest fall through and then we're doing all these like Ooh, like in, in between and then we've been trying to figure out like no it's like too many different tricks and things like how can you just like get to the point simplify it yeah yeah like yeah. what what would you know john prine do or right. what would, that was what our would willie do yeah. you know that's yeah this is let the rest fall through by kelly mccray one two three 
McRae is joined in her music and on her adventure by her husband, Matt Castelline, and new daughter, Lila. Jackrabbit Soundcheck wants to thank Kelly and Matt for showing us what it can be like to see things from a new perspective. You can find her records on iTunes and Google Play, along with her website, kellymcrae.com. K-E-L-L-E-Y-M-C-R-A-E.com. And I, David Biggs, and Vance Van Donselaar, want to thank you, our listener, for allowing us to bring our passion a little closer to you. Without you, none of this would be possible. As an added bonus for this being our last episode of the season, we wanted to finish with a sixth song from Kelly McRae. Thank you all so much. We'll be with you again soon. This last song is called If You Need Me by Kelly McRae, recorded live for In Session at Jackrabbit Sound Shack. Right. Didn't you feel that? Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> like I oh, know this good. song. <laughs> all right. Here we go. days let's just so He 
Anything worth holding on to is worth letting go. 